All right, guys, thanks for joining us today. Uh, today is July 29, 2019, and we are launching our second episode of Second Sessions. And today I'd like to thank James Gelber for coming out. He's our special guest. James, say hello. Hey, what's up? So uh, James, is been he's been around uh, Lubbock for many years, been involved in every aspect you probably think of inside of Lubbock, at least, and beyond. And we thought it'd be a great idea to have him come on today and just kind of talk about those. So James, if you don't mind, just tell us about yourself. Cool, man. Uh, I'm originally from down south Texas. I, uh, I was born in College Station, but I claim Austin as my hometown. I would too. And, <laughs> and, uh, but I've lived here in Lubbock for, oh my gosh, 16 years now. Uh, started playing music, uh, you know, like any, like any other kid, you know, I was 12 years old. And I had two older brothers that both played music and, you know, it just kind of, I followed the path, which is kind of funny because my mom and my dad don't play anything. They're, That's actually yeah, what I was about to ask Yeah, you, like, came from it. They're actually, they were you know, theater teachers. My dad actually teaches at Texas Tech. He's been there for 20 years. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. Very nice. So, um, but yeah, I just kind of picked it up and it's kind of a funny joke. I always joke that, you know, my brother told me I couldn't play Master of Puppets and I thought he meant the album, but he meant the song, so I learned the whole album. <laughs> there you Guess go. Show what? him. It's up to, you. Yeah. Right it's up to you to tell no. if it's true or not. But yeah, um, great album to learn, though. Yeah, you know, exactly. Right? Down pick heaven. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just I kind of just went from there, and you know, just started getting into heavy metal and stuff like any other. You know, I started with Metallica, and then I learned Pantera, and I was like, fuck my tongue. And you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, just been doing it ever since, man. So. What are you currently doing at the moment? Currently, I am just doing studio stuff. I, I manage a recording studio here, Studio 19. Yes, of course. Um, and I've been doing that. We've, we're about to hit our three-year mark. So we've been open three years, which is anybody who's ever tried to run a studio knows that that is a fucking godsend to reach <laughs> past it's, a year. So, it's only yeah. been three yeah, years. Even get close. Yeah, it's been almost three years now. I feel like so. it's been like... 30 years. I, mean, I feel I, like it. Yeah. You know, like, I, as far as I've always Actually, known. Actually, I thought Studio 19 had been around. Right. Yeah, I was always under the impression the, that it had been here. The building had been around, right. but the actual company itself, uh, it'll be reaching its three-year mark. And now, is that, like, local? Is the owner local? Or is yeah, it, you yeah, he like actually a, owns a bunch of businesses. Uh, he actually owns all of the headhunters shops. Oh, okay. All the oh. smoke shops and stuff. So oh, he, man. You know, he's just a, Perfect. Yeah, he's just <laughs> Why not? Next guy. step is logically <laughs> a recording studio. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. the guy, he's like, look, uh, I, I, I just want you to do this. I'll pay you to do this. I'm like, cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's been going good. It's staying busy. You know, the su- beginning of the summer is always tough. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. on vacation and, you know, getting out of school and stuff. So it was a little slow in the beginning, but now it's getting steady. So, yeah. So, and you are the head, head I am, engineer. I am the guy. I'm you the are man- the guy. I, I am yeah. the manager over there. You're the yeah. ma- manager as well. So yes, you kind of wear a bunch of hats over there. Uh, well, a few. Well, the, the two, yeah. at least. <laughs> <laughs> Other but, one, in, one in the same. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah you just turn them around. What but, type of music usually walks through the doors? Oh, man. We get everything. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been recording music, you know, the same time I started playing guitar. So, like, 12 years old. So I started with, like, you know... Windows XP computer, and you know, I, I I've made electronic music, I've made metal and stuff. But to answer your question, you get what I'm talking about. Uh, we get everything from rap, country, rock, metal, uh, you know, hip hop, uh, Tano. I just did a Tano record for Peligro. Um, I just nice. I just did the Los Vela Brothers. They did a couple songs. 
or a song, I think. I don't know. It, it kind of blends together, you know. Uh, but yeah, man, we get everything. A lot of walk-ups. We get a lot of hip-hop, too. So, you know, it's just kind of everything. Do you see a lot more of hip-hop here in Lubbock, particularly, probably? There is quite a big hip-hop scene, I actually. think there is, yeah. Um, mainly, I like to think of it because it's a lot easier, you know, which we can get more in-depth. I think it's a lot easier for artists to get out now, you know, oh, yeah. and uh, access music and, uh, you know, to promote and themselves. And to be accessed. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. you know, hip-hop is, you know, a kind of an easy way to do it. Not that the music itself is easy, but... You know, anyone can, you know, write lyrics, but you always find the diamond in the rough that can, mm -hmm. you know, really speak from the heart and you find some talent. But that's kind of the cool thing of music and the times that we're living in is it's easier than ever now. Yeah. And I bet it's, I would, I'm actually pretty envious of you working in a studio like that and getting to experience <laughs> a lot more than uh, the normal person would, you know. And that, that's what I always tell these guys. There's always a difference between someone who can write lyrics and a lyricist. Right. Yeah. A lyricist can bring the whole picture straight to you. Right. Well, I mean, look at um, you know, look at Elton John. You know, he's man, he's phenomenal. Just yeah, all great. The way but you except know, for his glasses, his buddy, you know, writes all the yeah. all the lyrics. Yeah, his know, bud but, wrote. He I performed didn't know that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's gonna. But I can't remember his name. And whoever's listening to this is like, oh, you don't know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> and I just watched Rocket Man. Yeah, okay. just the other day. So Fucking I was like, awesome movie, man. Oh yeah, dig it. But yeah, they were a duo. It almost got broke backy, but it, it skipped it. I was <laughs> like, okay. No, I'm sure that got <laughs> broke backy. I'm sure it did. Like you're, you're watching it, you're like, is is this gonna is this gonna happen? Is, is, oh, okay, all right. Thank God. Jeez. Thanks. Whew. Yeah, because yeah, I enjoyed watching the writing process. Right. Yeah. How the song was created, what they were yeah. thinking. Yeah, all I could have well, left with all that other stuff. But. Well, the most important part is their their uh, personal connection. Right, you that know, chemistry. They're, they're friends, yeah, you gotta have that, you know, so. The first time I met you, um, I don't know if you remember, it was years ago, and, and Steve and I... Bathroom it, it in was, Detroit? I remember, I remember that. that. No, yes. Now Why does it always happen in the bathroom? You ever notice I mean, So Michael wasn't with us just trip. yet, but you were running sound at Jake's. Oh, and, yeah, that's and, right, yeah. And it was one of our first shows, maybe of our first one there, I remember meeting you, and you look a lot more like you did then, then, like you do yeah, now, with your haircut. Yeah, I yeah. just recently Looks lost great. like 20 pounds of hair. Yeah. <laughs> the beard, the beard so, is cool, though, man. But Dan lost 50. Sadly, it went to my gut. So. <laughs> well, me too, man. You know, it's got to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish it, it would go somewhere. Right. But, you know, you were, you were running sound. I, at the time, you know, had I didn't know anything about live sound at the time. You know, I was just a drummer. Yeah, hit the drums really hard. And, you know. <laughs> he knew about loud and, sound. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, As most so, good drummers should know. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, I just. Bang. Whatever. Please but, hit the shit out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do what you do. Yeah. So, you, you, um. You you know over time you and I kind of got to know each other we'd hang out from time oh, to time yeah. here and there and, We're homies. and you would always just talk about <laughs> like live sound stuff to me and it's just like it was like Chinese when I'd hear you talk to me about live sound I was like I had no idea how deep this this topic I went know that oh same, yeah I know that same Chinese and, and you know and then and since you know the time I've known it's pick probably up like eight, ten years I say by now I don't know if it's exactly that but you so. you you do so much you know you can you can do live sound you can record and you understand the differences but not only that you're a great musician i've seen you play guitar oh man you, you are a phenomenal you, guitar player he, man he, i remember he, uh, seeing you get your tongue out of my ass <laughs> he actually you uh you he he tried out I'm to be fine. singer for second drive at one point i did point. try out never he, got a call he, back <laughs> 
<laughs> this is the callback, but yeah, you know, not for the same topic. It only took okay. 12 years. Hey, the, yeah. star, the stars aligned. It was, it was all good. But I'd like to talk a little bit because you have an experience, um, you know, with touring that a lot of local musicians have not, and especially with Hemlock, because you were with yep. them for years ago. If I was you if with you're, them for about five and a half years. Yeah. So, so. if you don't mind, just, you know, what was that like? Who? Uh, where do I begin? <laughs> uh, when I. I was still working at Jake's. So I guess I'll start at the beginning, how I even got in the band. Um, start at the end. Yeah. Please. Go the mem- is memento the style. That's how I read books. Well, I started this podcast. and No, uh, I was at Jake's. So I was still doing sound, but I was I was kind of getting burnt on it. I really wanted to get out and see the world. You know, I hadn't left Texas. You know, I haven't. I didn't get to see most of these awesome things like the ocean and shit, you know, so... I had kept in contact with Chad Smith as a singer um, of Hemlock. And yeah, over the years, I'd mixed their band, you know, like just uh, helping with uh, you know, Jason Perez, you know, with Bloodstained Productions. And, you know, he's been my friend for years. And so I mixed a lot of shows for him. And he would always book Hemlock. And Jason Melton with J&B would book Hemlock. So I've just always known the guys. I've known Chad for a long time. And uh, I guess we talked one time. Uh, they the, they played a show and he was like, you know, hey, we really would like you to come on the road doing sound. I was like, fuck yeah, get me the fuck out of here. You know, yeah, I like, taking that too. I was yeah. like, fuck yes. You know, so I was super stoked. And then like um, two weeks later, they're like, hey, our, our, our guitarist bailed. Would you rather just play guitar? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> now, had they, had you jammed with them? Did that. they know I, you could play? Yeah. And... I, like they remembered my old band, uh, Kill Suit Junkie. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. You know, that we opened for them. Uh, I think it was like once or twice. I can't remember. But, uh, but they, yeah, they knew that I played, you know, they, they'd seen me play and, and all this stuff. And, um, but yeah, I was just like, that's, I'm like, fuck yeah, this yeah, is dude. awesome, you know? Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know Hemlock, they've been around. This is their 26th year this year wow. they've been around. I knew they've been around a long time. time. They've been to Lubbock a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A lot, Lubbock's yeah. A, a stomping ground for sure. We, by the we, way, we are in Lubbock, Texas, by the way. We, just did, to play a, know. Did, we, we did play a show yeah. with them once. Yes, we and, oh, yeah, we sure did. Yeah. Depot, I think everyone has played a show yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were really nice guys. And this was, you know, the singer actually was one of the, we played with some opening acts that were, you know, kind of worth salt we haven't played with many right but they came over and they were super nice and he actually bought a t-shirt from us yeah that's never happened with anyone else chad's the man <laughs> actually i mean it, it happens has I, it yeah, yeah like a couple of times but it might have rare. but i remember that one right that's, if that speaks to anything yeah you know no, chad uh i mean he's just he's the man you know his mm-hmm. his nickname is tender bear because he's such a nice guy and he just he's been in the game so long and i learned so much from him and brian and jalinda his wife uh, Brian, the drummer, and his brother, you know, he, um, that whole experience was just nuts, dude. Seeing like my first tour, I got to go to Disneyland, you know, like just because we had a day off in Cali. It's like vacation, it, yeah. And like <laughs> you know, still you know, never been first ocean, <laughs> you know, seeing fucking Venice Beach, you know, which oh, is man, like the beaches awesome. of be- you know, one of the biggest, awesomest beaches of all time. It's and on my bucket list. It's, it's yeah. so dope. It's there with the boardwalk. Thank man. you. I saw Jaws. <laughs> I, I've always been curious. Okay, so uh, you know, a lot of bands, especially when they're trying to tour for the first time and they're right. maybe financing themselves. I'm not sure how Hemlock, Hemlock handled that, but there, I've heard from other people like touring isn't always as glamorous as it sounds. You know, trying absolutely to, the fuck not. No, no. Okay, <laughs> no. okay so that's what I'm trying to Bunch see. Like, of sweaty what? dudes. Because like I talk to some people and they're sleeping van. in vans. They're yeah. lucky to have a hotel room. Yeah. What was that like for you? Well, if anyone you know anyone who knows Hemlock or has not known Hemlock, they have a giant 
black school bus. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's in one of your old mini. The music video. It's, it's many, pretty cool to watch. It's in many a video, I think. Uh, oh, okay. But the main one is the the summer of you content, which is the the main one of them driving across the desert. So yeah, that's the one. Shot. Yeah. 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 Uh, they still got it. It's fucking been <laughs> running for eons now. I don't I, like. I don't know how that thing is still kicking, but you know, shout out to Russ Tice of Rust Repair over in Iowa. That dude has kept that thing fucking <laughs> kept cranking. that beast running. Yeah, <laughs> was dude. that y'all's hotel room as well? Yeah. We, uh, it, well, you know, that was the luxury uh, as far as you know money, because you know, sad to say, you know, the music industry is not this like huge money pit. No, you not. know, especially for that kind of you know, deal. Um, yeah. Touring costs a lot. So, you know, having that bus and having bunks, you know, like Chad built bunks and, you know, cabinets and stuff where everybody put their shit, you know? So if you wanted to get away from everyone, you just go to your bunk, chill, jack off, whatever, right. you know, but like Michael, <laughs> sock every it. time, yeah. bring every the black time. light, baby. Bring, bring that, that black light. light. The sock. Yeah. Picasso. <laughs> no, he doesn't even use a sock. He right. just, he just, Sandpapers, right? But uh, it was it was a a pretty cool experience, man. Just not having you know waking up next to the Colorado mountains, you know, like that. I'd never seen the Colorado mountains before, you know. And that was like one of the first things I remember was waking up, and I was like, "What what the fuck is that smell?" I was like, "Smells awesome, fresh air, clean air, man." I open the door and it's just fucking pine trees, fucking. Oh, dude, you know, I'm looking up like my neck is angled up. I'm like, holy shit. You know, it's just where we all like, heading to Denver. I I think somewhere, <laughs> Pro- probably something like that. Yeah, that's many a show ago. So I, but yeah, just shit like that was awesome. But to, I guess to get to your you know question, I I ramble. Sorry, no, but no, please. Um, yeah, I mean, touring is definitely not for everyone, at, like at all. You've got to be in the right mindset and the right attitude. You know, like. um I've definitely learned a lot from my first tour. I could have easily have not toured because uh, mm-hmm. of how fucking stupid I was my first tour. In fact, I'll give you a story. Uh, my first tour, I was uh, I was kind of just partying a lot. I was drinking a, sh- <clears throat> a shit ton. You know, I didn't really care. And I was being, you know, pretty crappy to, like, my bandmates, you know. I just wasn't being cool, you know. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but I remember the day before my birthday, we were uh, we played a show, and then we went to this after party, and you know the friends of the band were like getting me fucking drunk. I stayed up till probably oh god, like seven in the morning, you know, blackout, just blackout drunk. Couldn't even like I was trying to open the bus, and I was like, ah, they locked me out, fucking assholes. It wasn't even locked. <laughs> you know, I'm just so fucking drunk. I came and opened the fucking door. You know, and, we're all uh, laughing because we know what that's, that's like. <laughs> that's Oops. been there. And uh, I remember Chad was just so mad at me, and I was like, it, it, "There's that song, No Time for Sorrow, or whatever." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Chad, Chad, hey, uh, what do you mean by? What do you really mean by?" There's no time for sorrow. And he's like, just go to fucking bed. God. <laughs> go to fucking bed, you drunk ass. So the next day, you know, I barely I wake up drunk. Like that's how fucking shit hammered I got last night. I was so I was throwing up water, throwing up alcohol, loaded in, sound checked. I went back to the bus, sleep because I was I felt like so much shit. I wake up being dragged out of the bunk by my foot like get the fuck up we're on stage like now you know so i like get you know get the guitar i look like fucking dog shit and you know i get through the show like 60 percent, you know barely 
And I remember we loaded up and we went to the bus and, you know, we're about to pull out and Chad was like, hey, man, just so you know, we were looking up Greyhounds for you. Oh, man. And I was like, I just, I kind of lost it, man. I just started tearing up. I was like, oh, my fuck, dude. I fucked up the only chance that yeah. I could have to actually do something with this. They and almost that, pulled a Dave wow. Mustaine on You're you. Right, exactly. And, uh, but Chad was like, you know, but it's your birthday. Uh, look in your cupboard. And I opened the cupboard and they got me this like little Darth Vader mask because they know I'm a huge Star <laughs> nice. Wars fan. And, cool. I, and I broke down even more. I was like, man, this is my second chance. You know, and that right then and there, that's when you learn that playing is 10% of the job, you know, and you have to respect the people coming to your shows because, you know, that was probably a fucking horrible thing for those people to pay money and you just see this half drunk guy that's on tour, you know half-assing playing mm -hmm. that's, that's so shitty to fans pulling yeah. a drowning pool you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. like so that day was a huge wake-up call for me you know and i definitely chilled out a ton i definitely had a few more spills after that but it definitely was it never got like that ever again lesson you learned know? kind of yeah. you know that's really cool that you say that you know yeah that is, uh, I, you know i don't mind telling that story because that's a that's a it's a real thing. It's a real thing, yeah. you know, and it's it's very easy to take advantage of that party life. You know, like if you're at a stature where you have like tour managers and brodies and stuff, then yeah, like, you know, go have fun and shit. But just remember why you're there right. and remember that it is a job. Yep. Mm -hmm. We've seen that happen quite a bit. We've what people not about? realizing, not not you, I'm not talking about you. I was like, just, I've carried that thing. I don't know how many yeah. places. Now, Mike, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Michael drunk, honestly. I, I oh, no, yes. Yeah, we <laughs> I mean, I like seen it. After the good. show, after the show, yeah. I'll kick back. But, a little, right. yeah. Well, you know, well, I've seen him drunk because I've known him for a long time. Yeah. Well, yeah, my, my I, high has always been the stage, right? right? The live performance part of it. I always wanted to be. You're a good front, dude. Just You're a good front, there. man. I, well, that's that's the, point. the drug for me. So. Yeah. Well, you know, anybody who knows Chad, uh, he's never had a drink in his life. Never really? had a drug in his life. Wow. And anyone who's ever seen him, he's got dreads, you know, so he, he, looks, he looks like this part, giant yeah. stoner. But he's not. Like he's the most sober person you'll ever meet. I didn't you know? know that. And he doesn't even have any tattoos. In fact, the only tattoo he has is like, I think his sister hit, stabbed him in the leg with a ballpoint pen. So he's like, you know. <laughs> oh my little, goodness, the ink. Dot. Yeah, <laughs> That's for a, free. But like, you know, you got to, I had to, it's not about you when you're doing this stuff. You know, you got to really consider how your other bandmates feel about it. And you got to really respect them, you know, and respect what they're wanting. Especially Chad, you know, that's Chad's baby. You know, Hemlock is... Yeah. He, yeah, that's his life. That's his fucking livelihood. Don't fuck with it, you know. So right, and they can't function with just one. I mean, yeah. you know, especially it, something like this, band wise, anything like that. I mean, uh, well, it's negative. You know, you gotta get away from negativity. Yeah. And I'm no saint by any means, as I say this. I've definitely gotten many a headbutt with my bandmates and stuff. But you know, uh, trying to stay positive is like one of the key advices I can give. Well, and I bet in a bus, uh, negativity can fill it up really quick. If it depends. It's, if it's yeah. there, I mean, you know? everyone's different. It's all subjective, you know? Um, I mean, we've definitely had our, I mean, especially when we were writing Mouth of the Swine, you know, that whole writing, pro you know, I'd never written an album with anyone, you know? Like oh, I, really? When I had, did the Kelsu Junkie stuff, you know, that was just me and one other guy. Yeah. And, but I wrote majority of the stuff, you know? And so it was definitely a learning experience. Now I'm like, okay, now I'm working with other musicians, the, the real, and, yeah. you know, so I had to really learn how to open up, you know, and I definitely got in headbutts with Chad about, it, you know, because Chad's very like this, you know, this riff doesn't need to be super complicated. And I came from like a thrasher. I'm just, you know, like fucking. Yeah, I've seen you. Just whacking off, you know, on the guitar. <laughs> and so, but that also taught me how to write songs better in the end, you know, because I was still of the opinion that 
you know, you got to fucking rip it to write a good song, you know, but it goes back to that classic saying, don't bore us, get to the chorus. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good one. one. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah. That's pretty I nice. never have. I like that one. I think Tom Petty or Jovi said it. I can't remember. So, <laughs> so I got one question go to ask you real quick. Um, cause I know, I mean, you are very well-rounded individual as far they as it comes fat. to yes well <laughs> hey man it's been a while since i saw you i was like who's this dumpty walking up here rolls dumpy yeah no but uh do you sing i do i do yeah. actually <laughs> i uh hosted karaoke at silver bullet for like six years I oh you, you know what yeah. i do remember that yeah. man okay yeah. Yeah. a lot of hall notes man i remember <laughs> the silver bullet oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. uh you know that was a great experience he could, could kill a werewolf and choke a it frog it was terrible <laughs> in there man we played that one show it was, it was thick of smoke oh yeah you know, God, yeah you like no ventilation it, man. man yeah you gotta swim through it everybody's eyebrows were you white just, i think it was what, weird within a year left there right i remember I'm sorry? I, it hasn't been too long since you stopped working there right it's been, I think like two years. I Has think. it been that long? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember running into you. I just didn't feel like it was that long ago. No, I mean, I still go in there and, you know, rock May- the mic. But, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, that was actually really cool. It actually helped me, one, open up to singing a lot of more shit. Because I didn't really sing that much before I had the job. But then, like, being a part of that, you know, I had to... You know, all you, right, Candy, come on, you know, like, come on. Did you, you know, have to like, fill time? Like, if somebody didn't fill oh, like, yeah, did you all, have to get up there and all sing? All the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, love this I song. don't think I could do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, you could. This is karaoke tonight. This one goes out to Candace. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was always, yeah. Was Big booty hoe. Yeah. Yeah, there's Drop always it a girl. like it's hot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that was a great job. That was cool. So, um, so... Currently, you know, after you've done the touring, what are you what are you doing as of now, other than the studio? Well, uh, I am writing. I am starting another band. I'm going to do uh, a band with Robert Young. He's another local. Uh, I call him a local legend just because he's been around forever. But uh, Neil Young's a, nephew. Is that right? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, knew, I knew. I knew. I knew him. But he's been in the scene for a while. He's actually a rigger for like Miller Pro and uh, a bunch of other guys. Don't like, use language like that. <laughs> R hard R. Oh, oh. <laughs> in the beginning, like Dan, get the, the bleep button. No in, jeez. That's twenty nineteen. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm actually doing a band with him. It's gonna be like a thrash metal band. It's gonna be called If Found Dead. It's just the two of y'all, or uh, for right now, for right yeah. now, we're just trying to get a, an EP going. Just get the main gist of it, and then I've got a couple guys that I'm gonna. Uh, uh, bring it. It's just going to be a simple four piece, you know, guitar, yeah. bass, vocals. What kind of uh, potatoes? Genre. Like Pantera, style. Testament, yeah. Yeah. Good Exodus, stuff. Good stuff. you know, just baby punching music, you know. <laughs> Damn it. I said I wouldn't do a. No. It's okay. Geez, as long as that's not my son baby. Son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> you didn't say anything wrong. It's just what the music's called. It's punching baby music. Punching babies. Come on. Uh, it's like. Other than that, uh, <laughs> uh, when I'm not. Uh, home. I actually still do tour. Uh, I sometimes go and uh, tech for Head PE. Yes. So, oh, yeah, man. Totally Love a big yeah. fan of Head, Head PE. Good guys. Wow, those guys are Awesome good. homies, man. And again, a band that's been around since the 90s, right? Yep, actually uh, about the same. Uh, 94, 95? Yeah. Did, yeah. We, did we get to play with them? We did, but, but I don't think you, there was something going on where you couldn't be at the show. But we did play a show with, maybe it was two, but for sure one. We did I think for twice. Sure. We were it's possible. To play with it's them. possible. Okay. Anyways, yeah. it doesn't matter. But, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Good band. Real good band. Yeah. Good, good band. Good band. Yeah. Good band. Good record. So what? What is it that like being a guitar tech for guys like that? It's awesome. Uh, you get to. It, that's a. Uh, that's another weird thing because I went from being on stage all the time 
and touring to not being on stage and working double hard because now you're doing everything for everyone. You know, with the Hemlock, you know, everybody kind of loaded everything. Uh, with Head PE, it's just me and uh, Party Time. Shout out to Party Time. Mm-hmm. Um, me and him were like the man, the the two guys to load everything and do all that stuff. So it was definitely different. Uh, there's a lot more writing. You know, you got to make sure everything's right. You got to make sure cables are set. You know, and I was also running Jared's monitors. We have we he carries his own side fills, so I had to set those and ring those out every night. And uh, make sure oh, they can hear that way is, you know, because he's, uh, you know, he's been doing it a long time. He's uh, 55. He's fucking ripped his shit. He works out every day. Like, we woke up at Planet Fitness, like, every fucking beast. morning. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. a beast. <laughs> like, he's just fucking ripped, like, just lifting weights for, like, three hours straight. And then he's like, all right, let's go fucking do this. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> wake up yeah, call. Yeah, yeah. He's just fucking 100% all the time. So, like. And it yeah. takes a long time to set that stuff up. Right. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, uh, it depends, you know, because okay. every venue is different, you know, every stage is different. So, you know, just depends. Like most of the time, it'd probably take about an hour. Oh, that's not like, so bad. From stuff being in there, you know, loading mm-hmm. in. It, I would say from the time we arrive to uh, doors, uh, it's so hard to say, you know, because shit can go wrong, mm-hmm. cables and shit. Can, it's like every that's show true. is a different that is man. Damn yeah, true. I'd say two hours is a safe. Assumption. Just a safe budget. assumption, yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> if I'm on my shit. <laughs> you wouldn't know much about loading your own equipment, would you, Steven? Man. <laughs> he's like, wait, there's equipment? I was, it kind of stumped like, me. I was yeah, like, when, our, when our did y'all move a, equipment? He's a six-foot beast. We'll let him carry everything in. <laughs> wow. So uh, since you've been around Lubbock, you know, a while, you know what, you said 16 years, right? I mean. Uh, yeah, I think so. And, and, and of the 16 years, like, how many of those years do you think have been involved it's at the smallest degree of the music scene that I've been. Yeah, personally, Man, since I moved here. So yeah, all yeah. sixteen out the door. Yeah, like I moved here when I was fifteen, and uh, you were already playing and stuff. I was by already, then. Yeah, yeah, I was already playing. I, you know, I didn't play any like shows. You know, I was young. I was in high school, and uh, the only thing I ever did before that was like a talent show. You know, my middle school. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about we know about that. Yeah. Um, Never. But won. then I remember I met um, I met my friend Robert Wilson. Uh, we went to Monterey High School together, and he was like, "Yeah, man, uh, I'm going to a show. Like, I play in a band too, and you know, we're we're gonna go to this thing tonight. You should go." I was like, "Fuck yeah!" So, you know, I begged my dad. I was like, "Hey, man, there's a rock show. Like, I want to go." He's like, "Yeah, sure." And it was like at this like storage building, and it was like all these classic bands like Syringe and Oh uh, man, man, you know, I was gonna bring that up. Syringe. Reinfestation, fucking used oil. Shout out to Chano. Uh, you know, just all those guys. It was the first time seeing them. It was, it was all metal. So I was like, fuck yeah, yeah you know, yeah. this is the shit. Um, and then shortly after that, I went to a Tokyo Joe show. Man, Tokyo Joe. Shout yeah, out we Tokyo Joe's, that man. And that's, yep. when I, that's when I met. That's when I met. <laughs> mate. That's when I met. That's when I met. Uh, that's when I turned Australian. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I, I was introduced to Jason Melton. Oh, uh, yeah. It was his one year anniversary of J&B Productions. That's wow. when it first started. He had, the red, Tokyo he had the red truck. He had the red fucking truck. He always had. Yeah. I remember the first thing he said to me, because I was still, I, I, he was like, hey, man, 
you want a shot? And he had like, you know, he had like Jack Daniels or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, I wouldn't drink in like at all, like at the time. And I was like, well, oh, you, I mean, no. you were 17. Yeah, so. something like that. And, you know, he didn't know. I think he still opens <laughs> up with it. He didn't know. But uh, but I was like, oh, no, I'm cool. He's like, whatever, pussy, you know. <laughs> you know, and anybody knows, anybody knows Melton is like, that's like, yep, that's perfect reaction. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Checks, sounds out. Right. checks out. Which, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's like my best, he's my brother, man. Like I would, I give him full credit for me being involved with the scene because if, if I didn't meet him, I w- honestly would know who, who I would have ever talked to as far as mm-hmm. like what shows were happening. Cause he was like, he's a know, heavy hitter for yeah, local. I mean, for Lubbock, com- definitely. And he's yeah, come sure. such a long way too. You know, he started with like, man, he's Edgar. been at it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. back in the day when he would uh, book irate and hemlock and, you know, despised icon and shit like that. And, you know, now he's doing better than ever. You know, he's doing as like dying and just all these, you know, huge. Well, acts, he cut his know. hair. I, yeah, I'm whatever. saying that <laughs> yeah. does it. I'm, it does. Yeah. That's the turning point. Yeah. The turning I haven't made point. it there yet. But, but uh, yeah, man, I, I started it. doing those Tokyo Joe shows. <laughs> and <cutting> then itself. <laughs> the first band I joined officially was Sudden. I was the bass player for them for uh, years, like all throughout my high school years. And I didn't care. Like, I, even though I played guitar, I just honestly, I just wanted to be in a band. I didn't give a shit. I was like, ah, bass is like guitar, just four strings, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I, I just watched, the, you know, I just watched Cliff a Burton. A cat's a dog? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, they both got, both got four legs and tails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I just I started listening to a bunch of like Cliff Burton and I was like, if, if you're gonna play bass, you gotta play with your fingers. Oh, shit. You know? So like I started, you know, doing that. And I played for them for a while, and then finally I um, I did a few other bands um, that were really silly. Uh, we had one band with Larry Ward. It was called. This is silly. His name are called Conscious of Nothing, <laughs> which, if you think about it, it means stupid. Yeah. It, it was the state of mind at yeah. the time. You're just conscious. Perpetual stupidity. Of, no- of nothing. It was supposed to mean dead, but it truly <laughs> means stupid. Man, you, know, like, like, you either have you to know. be like a genius to do that or just really stupid. Like, yeah, you're so stupid you don't know that it means that, dumb. or it's genius we and you did it anyways. We were kids. We were like, oh, that sounds catchy. Yeah. You know, like, that's a fucking dope name. Like, to welcome like, to the stage. What was it? Yeah. Stupid. 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 <laughs> but, Nothing. Uh, but, I mean, you know, we didn't care. We were just, we, we were like, that. this is awesome. I didn't realize it meant stupid. But that's how stupid I am. Is I didn't realize that it even meant that until like until five just years, now, like oh, five okay. years later. Like, like, <laughs> like, like just now out, figured yeah. it out. Either a someone was just being really nice and have waited to tell me, and then like yeah, I was like oh yeah, it does mean stupid. I remember one time we we joked about the idea of a band name called Canceled. Canceled. Oh man, that would have been great canceled. on on the yeah. on the bill. It's always canceled. canceled. Right. Well, you know the class the classic one is you know free beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that does say that brings a message. Yes, you know, yeah. says something. Through the the years, if sixteen years of you being here, I, I really wanted to ask, like, what have you seen the music scene then versus now? Exactly, that's why. Oh man, um, like any scene, it's a roller coaster. It goes up, it goes down. I feel like Lubbock's kind of in a delicate state right now because venues are kind of closing all over the place. There's only like a, a handful of places, and you know couple of them are pretty segregated where they're just like they only do country or mm-hmm. they only do exactly this or whatever the fuck and i'm not gonna say names out of respect of, no, yeah. of all those guys but um 
I'll say him. I do think <laughs> I do think that there needs to be more attention to that. I do think someone needs to step up and like you know there, which thankfully there are venues opening. That's what I was gonna say. You know, I do I do think there needs to be more venues opening for different stuff, and thankfully there are some uh, people trying to do it. Uh, Prima Vista out west is a huge venue. That's it's crazy huge. It's just starting though. But I, I mean, that place can fit like fifteen hundred people. Where is that? Where is it's that at? Way west, past like fourth, like way past fourth and Upland, like Inler. Oh, like okay. Way, okay. Like they, I'm well, not Inler, but like way. But still local. Yeah, still very, local. very local. Just out there in the county, it was a huge building, like giant, giant, massive building, massive stage, and they're just slowly picking it up. But that's like a potential place too, you know. Awesome. Um, as far as the scene, you know, it's it's kind of hard for me to say like what. All has changed because, you know, I went, you know, six years of just not being here, <laughs> you know, like I was on the road all the time. I traveled the world like three times and it was like, you know, I'd come back and it was like, there's a whole new set of bands. There was like only right. all these bands I like, they're like gone, like, you yeah. know, like family or, you know, girlfriends or kids or life at life yeah, happens, just you, life, know? you know, and uh, so as far as that goes, I mean, I think it's going okay. Uh, but my concern is the the, the lack of venues. Yep. Yeah, because there's definitely yeah. a lot of talent. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It, depending on, I mean, whatever genre, it's the avenue or platform that they're able yeah, to like, get out there. Gone are the I days think. of like the Tokyo Jones and Man, Einstein's. Because we could play three nights like a week. We could play three nights a week whenever we were doing Tokyo Jones uh, or Joes and Einstein's. And Einstein, yeah, man. You I could mean, play they that, that open mic the night. It's, you it's could just go. Because we, we used to do stuff at Einstein's with syringe. Okay, let me uh, segue, or not segue, but digress a little bit. We had Michael Robles in here yesterday oh, cool. um, at yeah. one of our yeah, practices. I went to, you remember I went to him? He was Robles, the drummer him for Syringe. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. He was, uh, he was, he's a really good guy. He is. Yeah. He's a very good dude. That was cool that you brought them up. We used to, I was going to ask Syringe you if you remember back them. Back in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we're, we're all from Littlefield. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Good Home dudes. of Waylon Jennings, by the way. Uh, have, have you noticed much about, I mean, because I know when I, I, I left for a little while, I went up and did my thing with my family, and I came back, and I, I noticed a lot of the bands that I grew up with and did stuff with were gone too, but yeah. the crowds, I've noticed a big change in the, the way the crowds respond to the, yeah. the music scene. Even when you bring in a big band, right? I, I've noticed that it's 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 not what it used to be, like... It's technology's fault. We can all watch it on our TV um, a lot easier now than I, going to a show. And it could just be me, but I mm. see a lot more. I remember when I used to go to a show, I'm going to get up in the front. I want to be there. I want to jam the music. I want to respond to the artist, learn the artist, and all that stuff. But now you see more of the standing back and not, you know, you got a whole empty area up front, but you got everybody standing in the back, sitting at tables. Right. Well, yeah, I think people, I mean, if we're going to go philosophical on it, I think people are. Maybe just waiting for that light again, you know, like the, you know, Tokyo Joe's days were, as we all know, were amazing. Amazing. So many. Such a cool, cool vibe. And the camaraderie between people. All the bands knew each other. It was a a different time. Yeah. Like crowds came out and stuff. That's not to say crowds don't come out anymore. I think honestly, maybe it could just be boredom. Boredom. Maybe that, um... Again, technology's fault. Well, and a lot too. <laughs> our our generation has grown up a little bit too, right. so there are responsibilities that we've. Well, think the about, adult thing has happened. So yeah, and, uh, you know, think about what we were talking about earlier. You know, bands are coming and going, so it's really hard to invest oh, in man. a scene that's not consistent. You yeah, know? Like, that is true. It's yeah, really that's, hard that's... to do that. You know, like a, uh, you know, crowd. You know, 
it's it's hard. It's super hard, man. Like I, it makes sense why venues have been closing because it's really hard to keep people interested and invested yeah. in something that's not consistent. Well, I think I know the answer to this, but if you were able to like create your own venue, what do you think would make it uh, successful? Showers. Showers, showers. <laughs> having having showers for bands. Showers, you know that's. I know where you're going with that. Yeah, I, I can yeah. see that. Fans <laughs> remember that shit. Be like, oh man, we're playing at a. Oh, but they had me, a shower. They make yeah, yeah. Let me. Oh, dude. we're playing at Knitting Factory. I'd be like, oh man, they got a fucking shower. Don't fuck yeah, yeah dude. dude. Yeah, let's these, go right now. These nuts are taint, it, It's man. like it's when like, I'm. This butt stinks. It's stuck to my leg like usual. Dude, there's times I'm doing road trips. You know, I'm like. All right, QT has the best bathrooms. Yeah, right. I'm gonna stop at a QT. They should have a sleeping lounge in there. Yeah, too. I'm about that yeah. pilot life, man. Pilot, pilot. Yeah, that you one find too. one of those, plop Showers yourself down. Dude. And laundry. Yeah. And laundry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. added bonus. Yep, yep. Right. But right. honestly, the thing is, there's a timer on those, though. Right. That's what I don't like. As far as okay, but in all seriousness, to answer your question, um, I think venues need to worry more about the production side of it rather than the uh, aesthetic side. Because it... Okay, any, that's, hey man, that's, that's any, pretty cool. Any okay. building, you can do a show. Anything. It could be a barn, dude. You it don't matter. But I think what really we makes... We played in some. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? You know we, we evolved <laughs> Two livestock. But, Two livestock. Yeah. What, what people really like when they go to a venue is the aesthetics, you know? The, yeah. Uh, not the aesthetics, but the production. Yeah. Like, the, oh man, there's fucking great lights everywhere. Yeah. Sound great, is good. Great oh, sound is everything. Man. Sound, sound, is, sound everything. is everything. You, know, but you get a crappy sound, and yeah. it's it's. Like I would just say sound, but it's all of it. You got to have good yeah. production. You got to have good crew. It's a you recipe. Know, you got to yeah, have good of everything. You know, like I've played in venues all over the world, man, and the ones that stand out are the ones where people are on top of their shit and mm-hmm. they spend the money. On the place because they know it's worth it and they and the value is there. Right. You know, there's a lot of people and you know, not gonna mention names. You know, where you go to a place and you're never gonna go back because it's such a fucking shit experience. Right. Exactly. You know, like, yep. It's just you Buffalo know, Wild Wings. It sounded like shit. It sounded like shit. You know, I watched you play there one time. By I the did way, play there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was Buffalo with, Wild. I'll was, be honest. That was with Jenny Jones. Yeah, and that was to be honest, that was really good. It was. Uh, it was I really played cool. piano on my on my on my phone. <laughs> I remember. On your phone? Yeah, I had a little chords app, and I was like, ding, 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 ding. Oh, but, I don't remember <laughs> watching you do that. I yeah, probably would have thrown I, popcorn I did, shrimp at you I if I saw you do that. I think I did Hey Jude. I think. Yeah. You know, because songs just the whole way <laughs> but that was really cool to watch you because i didn't even expect Thanks. you to be there i just saw you yeah that oh, was a man, good time awesome. yeah. but yeah i think to answer your question i think yeah production is everything because that's that's what people remember when they go to a rock show you know i remember um i was playing summer slaughter uh and the guy awesome the drummer festival yeah, it was super metal as fuck. Um, but the guy from Dying Fetus, mm-hmm. uh, the drummer, we, I was talking to him about lights. Like I want, I had this idea for this extravagant light show, and he was like, "Fuck that, dude! Like, get you a good sound guy." You know, like mm-hmm. he was like, "What? What? What would you rather see? Would you rather see Nine Inch Nails at the Red Rocks with all these lights and crazy shit, and they sound like dog shit, or would you rather see them at like?" Tokyo Joe's, right. no lights, but they fucking sound awesome. Yeah, the know? sound's like, always been my big thing, too. Right, It'll yeah. turn me off of something. Nobody quick, likes it right. when the singer sounds like this all night. You know, like, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's terrible, you know? So, yeah, I think... So, uh, would you be willing to run sound for a band that is not as good as you? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that is an excellent question. I mean, I've, it was coming up. It was bound it, to be there. If they can afford it, <laughs> money talks. I don't Man, know. that's a true professional I'll, I'll response. Mix anybody, right there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll mix out anybody. I'll polish any turd. Um, I'll, 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 I'll mic a fart, man. I don't give a shit. I like that. I, I wanted to ask about one thing that you brought up uh, while we were talking before. Ask away. Uh huh. Before uh, we actually got in here and started uh, recording, is that. You're talking about you do live feeds from the studio. Yeah. They're a type of Q&A yeah, type thing. I try to, I need to schedule them more, but yeah, I like to do a live. Because they're, they're just random pretty yeah, much right now. like, oh, I'm just going to do a Q&A. Yeah. Uh, they started out with me just sitting and actually working. So like I had the camera set up and I would just say, hey, I'm here working on this track, mixing, uh, ask me anything. Is it like a Facebook Live yeah, type thing? It's so like, it's just, okay, cool. I, yeah, I like and uh, you can ask me anything about, you know, band stuff, recording, Hemlock, or Life, or whatever the fuck, and I would just answer it to the best of my ability. Dude, that's and, I uh, think that is like genius that. right cool. there. We didn't I did not know you did that until I do it, today. Like I said, it's rare. So yeah. It's, you know, whenever <laughs> I get a chance. But uh, I definitely have had a lot of people... Uh, you know, we're going to we're gonna like call in and just harass oh, you. Yeah. Yeah, mean, it's, it's on now. It's going to be a whole so bunch any, of like farts anytime. when you answer. Yeah, dude. I'm Toilets flushing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's here's one for you. What, what would you... If you're going to give some advice, what would you give to an aspiring or the future generation of, I guess, yeah, it's a good one, performer? What would you tell these young cats coming up with something? Bring socks. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's a touring <laughs> advice. That's advice, but that's, it is. Oh, so I brought that uh, pair for nothing today. Right. Uh, Thank you. Just understand that eventually it's not going to be a hobby. You know, like you got to, you, you have to really define that line. Like, do you want to just do it for fun, or do you actually want to go and make? You want to go that it? far, yeah. And it's not saying it's all about the money, but because there is none. Well, that's not true at all either. You know, <laughs> no, there, I know that's the the misconception is that you can't make money from it. The thing is, it's actually easier to make money than ever before. Uh, I will quote Jared from Head PE. You know that song, uh, uh, "Raise Hell," uh, never song. got never got played once. On MTV, right? Never once played on the radio. Four million streams on YouTube. Right, you know, there you that's go. that's bank right there. You yep. know, uh, it's easier than ever to get your stuff out. You know, just be persistent, be yeah. smart about it, and just understand that you will get if you work hard enough and you're getting to that point where it's not a hobby anymore. Then fucking take the dive. Don't be. Don't. Fuck it off. I think know? that's the it's, hard point for really people good. to come to terms with because, yeah. you know, life is going on at the same time. Right. And, you know, when you get a, a bunch of dudes together, you want everyone to be on the same page, but it's not yeah. always the case. Right. It's and, almost never the case. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it goes back to life, you know, uh, wives, girlfriends, kids, life, uh, yeah. job, you know, like if you, job, got a, yeah. Yeah, if you got a decent job. I mean, yeah, it's hard to like escape that, you know. And doing the band thing is a dive, you know, like that's why it's in its baby steps, start yeah. local, then regional, and then you go and eventually you get to do it, you know, um, you know, going back to Jared from Head P, he's, he's married, he's got a kiddo, you know, but they fully support him, you know, yeah. they they know that that's his life, you know. And well, and they've also seen that it can be successful, exactly. yeah, uh, you know, it, it, yeah, yeah, exactly, that it, it can be done right. So that's that's one of the harder things. And right. it, it is, and, and, and going into that, because you said yourself earlier, that touring is not cheap it can be expensive so if Fuck a band yeah. <laughs> if a band especially when a band's trying to launch how was the best way to them financially prepare for that well you got to account for the main thing which is gas mm -hmm. 
<laughs> you know, like, you gotta get there. Yeah, because you gotta, you gotta get, get, get there. The yeah. Go juice. The vehicle, you know, is a huge part. Don't of drink it. it. The hemlock bus, you know, takes two hundred to fill that sucker, and it gets, you know. Barely like four. anything to the gallon, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, like four gallon. miles to the gallon. Right, yeah. So <laughs> that thing smokes when it pulls up. It's like, <laughs> you know, you've got you to gotta estimate your value, I yeah. think. You know, um, don't settle for less than what you think you are, you know. There you go. That's a, That's good, a good one. We like read that. an article. Uh, I can't remember what that article was that we read. Um, it came out not too long ago um, about how to pick your battles when it comes to oh yeah big yeah band. Like, i think i had like if if you, posted you know, that in our in and our think group. about it just don't play for for free right. just don't throw yourself out there you know like be uh strategic about what mm-hmm. you do especially as an up-and-coming artist because that'll help you um not just give up you yeah. know through through <laughs> michael gave up excuse me <laughs> i get my eyes glazed over so james i was asking um yep. you sing we are recently looking for a singer <laughs> we, there has been a, there has been yet, a vacancy though, so uh, here we go <laughs> elephant in the room i'll, I'll give you my card <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right so um did you have something? Yeah, go no, on. I think, I got, uh, I got yeah. I think, okay. Got go on, going back to the recording side in your studio, yes, what sir. is the biggest uh, thing when a band comes in that just peeves you off? Unprepared. Yes. Being very unprepared and not understanding how to play to a click track. Oh, man, that's uh, a good huge. one. Man, that is, that's a good one. You know, it, it's so, it's very stubborn. You know, it's very, you know, it was drummers that- It's just, merciless, dude. Well, you know, it's, it's, under, it's understanding that people can tell when you- are fucking sloppy. Right. You don't even have to be a musician to understand that. Right. Um, And so the click track is not only for the listener's sake, but it's also for like my sake when I have to edit and fix your mistakes and, you know, have to move shit, you know, because if anybody knows anything about digital recording, it's on a grid. There's a, it's a block method to everything. And so if you fucked up on this guitar part, but you played it good on this part. I'm going right. to just copy paste that part over right. there. And people are like, well, it's cheating. I'm like, well, you no. wouldn't tell the fucking difference if I even told you. Yeah. You know, you're, you're getting to look behind <laughs> the, behind the wizard's right. screen, you know, they, you know, and then, you know, the client wants a, you know, something, something produced, you got to be able to work quickly yeah. and efficiently. Think well, about having to work with reels way back in the day, man. I'm going to quote my friend, sorry to interrupt, but I'm going to quote my friend Lawrence Gamble over at digital base, which is another studio here. He said, you know, your music is forever. Right. Your music's going to be around way longer than you will. Yeah. So fucking make it worth it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's good. I That's that. good. That was right. really good. Lawrence is a great engineer, by the way. So. And where was that at? Uh, digital base? Digital base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not even far yeah. from here. No, no. It's yeah. great studio. Holy shit. It's like one of my favorite drum rooms ever. Just massive like crazy unparalleled walls tall ceiling just we might need to go over there and check it out i've done some research on them actually they have two studios a and b i believe they have two studios over there yeah yeah he's crazy he's either one of their they have like two audio guys i believe he's the main guy is he the main guy now yeah they uh a lot of the stuff they do is like uh um like adr and like uh like voiceover stuff like commercial Mm -hmm. like basically almost every commercial you've ever heard on fmx goes through probably recorded there oh okay like all the voiceovers like they have a black book of just the best voice talent on the on the planet from all over the world you know that's awesome they're great they're great over there so i I got one more question sorry uh just this is actually i got time bro right this (laughs) is actually probably from my own personal um but what was how do i get to uh be able to watch the live cast on uh, facebook 
Okay, so it's usually on my personal Facebook, okay. and so I usually post a thing the day before. Uh, just kind like of like letting people know. Yeah, just kind of letting people know. Uh, it's very nerdy. So, you know. Dan, if you ever well, see it come up, let me know because yeah. I don't do Facebook. Okay. But if you ever yeah, see yeah. it come up, let me know. I'd like to check that out. Plus, um, we're gonna get together and do some guitar work and amp work. So yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward I do. To that. I do all that stuff. Yep. Yep. Well, I have many talents. So I wanted to get to our last point, and you kind of already... Oh, it's already I think, I think he, well, Yeah, we're getting really close. Well, I, think he, uh, I think he sort of touched on it. You kind of already touched one. on it, but I want to ask anyways, and we were sure. going back to the local scene, how yeah. you've seen it evolve. And so what would you say the future of Lubbock scene might look like? It's going to look how people want it to look. And that's just the, the most honest answer I can give. You know, uh, going back to the venue stuff, going back to people wanting to, you know, pay money to go see shows. What's the value of the show? Yeah. Um, I think if people invest in it, uh, I think it'll be great. You know, I think it'll be awesome. Now, we also have to consider that, you know, Lubbock is a college town. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of uh, so, so I've heard dance clubs. Sure. Yeah. Is that what's here? Yeah, dance clubs are hot right now. You know, I've been a DJ for as long as I've been playing guitar, like for a long time. I started on vinyl, you know, mm-hmm. mixing house and tech house and shit. Um, so that's changed a lot too. You know, um, I think considering that, I think maybe if people went up to the colleges and you know, hey, there's rock shows and stuff like that. You know, I just think if there was more exposure. There to different genres and different stuff, then people would be more open because I think Lubbock gets in a habit where they do, you know, why why change something that isn't broken? Exactly. Right. So they mm-hmm. keep doing the same thing mm-hmm. over and over, and it's of course it's going to make me. You're going to go where the money is. You know, yeah. that's why you know a lot of the clubs play like dubstep and trap and stuff because it's that's easy. really that's, yeah. that's really hot right the now. Little phases you know? and stuff. I you know it's not my cup of tea, but I'm not going to argue with a club owner. It's like, well, this it's is making cool. money off yeah, of that, exactly. you know, exactly. Yeah, I'm never going to argue with that. And I think that kind of goes entail with the uh the rock and metal and stuff, you know, it's it you've got to kind of open people up to this and you've got to promote it the same way that you would promote your money making stuff. Yeah. You know. Have you ever done live sound for like hip hop? Yes. Like a, like a group. Yes. Not 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 straight yes. digital everything. Yeah. Yeah. I've okay. definitely done that. Uh, I've, I've mixed Mac Lethal. I've mixed Hopson. Uh, I've now you're talking live. I yes, love Hopson. Live. All right. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm just checking because I've good always I like Hopson. Yeah, he's good, man. He's that that guy is an entrepreneur in himself because he literally started with <laughs> nothing, and now he's got one of the greatest labels of all time. Right. You right. know and. But yeah, I think it just—it's about investment, you know. Um, oh yeah, it's it's. it's well, the more you it. put in, the more you get out, you right, know. Right. In a, in a lot of, you know, I give I give a shout out to my buddy Troy Mesa, uh, who did who owned uh, Heaven. He owned Level Nightclub. Oh Heaven, yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Know, he, yeah, okay, he owned that for years, but he knew, you know, like I have to invest in this place, you know, and that's he didn't mind dropping thousands on a fucking video wall the size of a football field, you know, right. Not literally, but you know. But right. still, if, if it yeah. if it was gonna if it was gonna work, he yeah, didn't mind doing it. People you know? are gonna remember that. Exactly. Be like, oh man, I fucking love that place. The experience. Well, you, you know all this shit. So, you know, just invest in it. You know, that's the only advice I could really give to anybody that wants to really make a difference. You know, and have some originality and stuff. So, yeah. 
Cool, cool. Well, I want to say we're just about out of time. Okay. But uh, James, I thank you so much thank for, you. for coming out here and just being a part of the show. It means a lot to us, and hopefully people will listen and mean something to them. Give them something. To and hopefully we can from. have you back on right. sometime. Sure. Uh, yeah. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, and we would love that, you know. Absolutely. But thank you for your stories. Uh, this is us signing off. This is Dan over here to my left. This is Steven. And next, Michael. So catch us next time here on Second Sessions, and we'll see you then. Thank, thank you. Thank you.